Let's get to our top story. We learned this week Mayor Ken Sim wants to abolish the seven-member elected Vancouver Park Board, which includes six commissioners who belong to his own ABC Vancouver party. Now, the mayor said he would introduce a motion on uh, December 13th at the council meeting to request that uh, the BC government make necessary changes to the Vancouver Charter, which is a provincial statute, to begin the process to dissolve the board and transfer legal powers to city council. Now, what is Ken Sim's reasoning? Take a listen. You look at the aquatic center, the side of a building fell off. Uh, you look at the Stanley Park train, that thing was going to go to the uh, scrap heap and we actually had to work around that and go to private donors and uh, look for outside help to help us. When you speak to Trout Lake, you literally have families and kids that actually want to improve their diamond, um, their field, and they've even raised money, but they're being stymied by, uh, uh, you know, the park board. You know, uh, filming companies or uh, the movie industry, they want to pull permits. They actually have to go to two different groups if they want to, let's say, film and do Chilling Park. They need to get a, a permit for the park and another one uh, to park their cars from the city of Vancouver and it just adds it's craziness you look at Malkin Bowl uh, that asset is a gem it's been severely neglected we even have people that will privately donate to fund it and um, they're not the part they're being rejected the Honda celebration of lights Moby bikes it took five years to get a docking station put at Kitts Community Center because once again two different jurisdictions two sets of permits two sets of paperwork legal agreements uh, Spanish bank washrooms we have a broken water pipe and because of the cross jurisdictional issues we actually don't have working bathrooms um, in parts of uh, Spanish bank for over a year now that was uh, Ken Sim speaking to Jill Bennett uh, on Mornings with Simmy the other day. Talk about throwing everything up against the wall. Wow. Now, the board was first established in 1888 to help oversee Stanley Park. Uh, the park board itself, um, uh, you know, deals with assets including 250 public parks and beaches, including Stanley Park, as I said, Van Dusen Botanical Garden, Bloedel Conservatory, 24 community centres, swimming pools, rinks and arenas, sporting fields, playgrounds, a lot there. Well, now a move is afoot to save the park board. The move to save the board is being led by former park board commissioners and other civic leaders from different political backgrounds. Their mission, as I said, is to save the park board. Joining me now to talk about the issue is Melissa DiGenova, is a former NPA City Council and Park Board Commissioner, and Sarah Bly, the former Vision Vancouver Park Board Commissioner. Melissa, Sarah, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, well, Joel. Let's, let's start uh, right off the top in regards to some of the comments that uh, Ken Sim made. Uh, literally, he was throwing everything up against the cupboard there. Uh, Melissa, let me start with you. Uh, what do you say to the broad assertion that, look, um, everything you try to do at um, at uh, the park board, you got to do it twice, first with the park board, then with the city. There's duplication of service, there's bureaucracy, it's not efficient. What do you say to that argument the mayor's making? Well, what I say to that, Jazz, is uh, first of all, um, the real estate and facility management at the city has taken over a lot of that maintenance. So a lot of what Ken Sim's talking about is actually a city responsibility. So. I mean, people came to me when I was a city councillor, after I was a park board commissioner, and gave me examples of how the city's doing a bad job. I don't see city council trying to abolish themselves. So we can talk about bad examples across the board, but I think that there are a lot of reasons also to save the park board and preserve the independent elected park board that Vancouver's known for. Uh, Sarah, to you, uh, you're a former park board commissioner. Um, no other city has an elected park board. Yeah. Surrey is a city of parks. It's almost yeah. the size of Vancouver. Major cities around North America have beautiful parks, great parks, and they don't need an electric park board. Yeah. Why does Vancouver need one? Well, uh, for 
the uniqueness of, of our parks. Um, they're award-winning parks. Um, we have, he mentioned Dude Chilling Park. That was a park board initiative. We've got, um, like, our parks are so uh, unique and beautiful, and um, I guess uh, maybe Melissa can add to that. Well, just to add to that a little bit, I think that what's so unique about our our mm-hmm. park board and the way that we're run instead of other municipalities is you look at our community center association. So each and every single community center has its own association. And these are volunteers who raise money that don't come out of your city tax budget. Um, so I'm actually concerned that the budget's going to increase if the park board's eliminated because I've heard from a number of these volunteers who haven't even been consulted. They're in absolute shock. They heard about this uh, from the media. They haven't been asked their opinions about this, and they're relied on for millions and millions of dollars every year. But these are the people, Jazz, who um, you know lead the backpack programs and fill up kids' backpacks in Strathcona for the weekend so that they have food on on their table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they deal with the most vulnerable and marginalized people. So well, I'm when, when I was yeah. when I was elected and yeah. when I ran, I ran um, on and I was elected. I I I I was um, like. Galvanized, galvanized youth, and I, I wanted to make sure that um, we would bring youth to the to the table in parks like skateboard parks. I think we developed eight new skateboard parks, BMX parks. We work with council. One of the things that was missing is that when we work with um, city council, um, they help us determine the budget, so they could help determine park board budget with park board, and a lot of times they starve the park board of a proper budget, mm-hmm. um, and it is hard. So Ken could, ex- instead of getting rid of the elected park board, you could extend help to that park board and give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were elected. They were elected by the people, came out and voted for them. Um, they could have run on that. Um, they didn't run on that. They could run on that in the next election. They could say, we want a council, we don't want a park board. And Do you think this was a bait and switch, that this is always Ken Sim and a core group of organizers' idea that I think so. Elected? I think they would have had a really hard time getting elected. I think having a couple extra um, commissioners on there on the ballot, they can fundraise more money. Each commissioner comes with a community. Um, uh, Brandon, he's, a, he's from the sports community, so he's galvanizing all of those people who come out and vote for him. When I was on park board, I got as many... Uh, votes as most city councillors did. Um, and I know that people came out and voted for me. When I'm in the downtown east side, people would say, I voted for you. Um, people actually come out and vote. They, they, this is a, a process, and it's a, a legal binding process. Mm-hmm. That uh, Now, Brennan uh, uh, Bastiavansky was on the show the other day. He mentioned in that interview that uh, he believes the park board is underfunded by about $20 million per year, roughly. Uh, Melissa, to you, um, now this organization, this movement that you all have started, this is nonpartisan, and what's going to be happening in the next week then? Well, it really just started like hours after this announcement was made and commissioners were reaching out to each other. Some of them I haven't talked to. I mean, uh, I've been ignorantly bliss, uh, or I've, I've, I have to say it's been a little bit blissful to be uh, ignorant about some of the politics since, I, since I've left uh, about a year ago, but uh, I started to get calls from other past commissioners. I know Sarah did, and uh, we and connected. And community members. And, Lots of different yeah. community groups were like, what yeah. the 
hell is going on? Even the uh, downtown east side today, people know, all know yeah. about it. And they're like, so, so. So I started this WhatsApp chat group just yeah. to get everyone together because I didn't have everyone's numbers and everyone wanted a way to connect. And it's really amazing. We have former uh, COPE commissioners in there, NPA, Green, Vision Vancouver, Independent, going all the way back to 1970. And it's just growing this group. And, so what you will yeah. you be doing next week then? Well, um, we intend on showing some support at the park board meeting, mm-hmm. which will be on Monday night. And I know that there's nothing on the agenda right now, but I think that it's really important to show our support for those park board commissioners who have stepped up. And I think that, you know, Commissioner Jensen made a statement saying that he will step up and he will serve his community. And my hope, Jazz, is that, you know, this council can see. And I know that Ken Sims saw once, uh, and, and he actually said, I'm not going to abolish the park board. I'm going to walk that back. So I really hope that Mayor Sim will consider doing that again, mm-hmm. especially when he sees the community support there is for this initiative. If you just joining us, we're speaking to Melissa DeGenova, former NPA City Council and Park Board Commissioner, and Sarah Blythe, former Vision Vancouver Park Board Commissioner. Uh, they're part of a group of people, former civic leaders, former Park Board Commissioners as well, who said they want to save the Park Board. It's important that they save the Park Board because it is a very unique institution here in Vancouver, although most uh, communities across this country do not have uh, an elected uh, elected park board. So give us a call on the open line. I do want to hear from you on this issue, 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell phone. Let's go to Ryan in Richmond. Hi, Ryan. Oh, looks like we lost Ryan. We got Ryan there? No, looks like we lost him. Oh, no. We got Ryan? No, we don't. Ryan is lost. Okay. Uh, let me just play a clip for right now from Brennan uh, Bastiavansky, uh, which uh, occurred the other day. He's the independent chair of the park board. And I asked him about whether he had faith in Ken Sim, the mayor and his leadership. Take a listen. Do you have faith in Ken Sim as a leader for the city? Uh, uh, maybe ask me a different question. Uh, look, when I met Ken, uh, I was impressed, right? He's a business guy. I'm a business guy. You know, I, I had faith in him. And he looked me in the eye and, and, and he, he made a promise that I'd be able to finish my term as a commissioner. That he had, he had uh, walked back that whole thing about uh, abolishing the park board. And I, you know what? I believed him. And I, I feel like an idiot for, for believing him. And I'm heartbroken that not only did Ken uh, do a backflip uh, on that, uh, but he's forcing the, the ABC councillors to do it too. And, and so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I am like, it's just unconscionable that they, uh, that they would do that. And so I feel really betrayed. And I know a lot of people in the city feel that way as well. Uh, that is Brennan Bastiavansky uh, asked about uh, whether he had faith in Ken Sim. Clearly by his response, he does not. Let's try, uh, let's go to the open line again. Let's try Ryan in Richmond. Hi, Ryan. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's on your mind? Well, I'm a Vancouver native. I was born here, oh, if I, if I tell you it was during World War II, <laughs> that's <laughs> the truth. I have seen what the Parks Board has done to the parks of this city. Uh, they are the most useless group of elected people ever put on, on uh, any board anywhere. What they have done to the parks in, in Vancouver is just criminal. What, what specifically? Have, well, you forget what the original purpose of Stanley Park was. It was a park for the people where you could go and 
enjoy the park. Now they're talking about uh, fees to drive into the park. The parking fees are ridiculous. Everything you do in the park now costs way more money than they ever anybody ever thought of. Stanley Park has been turned into the PNE, for God's sake. So in your opinion, it's the parking costs that they should be reduced significantly, or at the very least, uh, you shouldn't have parking for the... You, should you shouldn't have, have, have parking fees. For local it's folks. A park. Uh, Melissa, do you want to answer that? Well, I'll just say that um, the last time I checked, uh, you could drive through Stanley Park freely, and I understand that there are parking charges, and there's charges for, I think, um, the miniature train and, you know, to go to the aquarium. But other than that, you can enjoy the park freely. Um, I, I do empathize with the caller, though, because I, I know that the park board, as Sarah said, has been underfunded for years and years, and I don't think that that's the fault of the park board. The park board has, even when it's it's been the same political alignment, mm-hmm. uh, gone to city council and fought for more funding. So I think when we talk about funding and maintenance, uh, you you can only do so much uh, depending on the amount of money you have in your budget. But I also think that we have to consider about the volunteers that Park Board brings on, like the community center associations. I'd love to know how much money in the last uh, year they raised and if they've been consulted fully about this transition. But I understand what the caller is saying. Let's go to Rob in Chilliwack. Hi, Rob. Yes. Hey, you know what, uh, whether the park board, to be honest with you, is relevant in today's society, whether you need that, it, it, you know, it really doesn't matter. But, but my point is here, Jazz, is they are elected. Now, I hear Ken Sim is going to run to David Eby and he's going to get the NDP and Eby to overturn this. And you know what? It'll happen. And in my opinion, Jazz, the reason it's going to happen is the NDP now have a pattern. They like to over, over, you know, overturn uh, elections. These people at the park board are elected. So whether it be the Surrey would, police would, and overturning that or overturning running their rough shot over municipalities now. Rob, thanks and, for your call. Thanks for your call. We've run out of time, but I'm sorry, I want you to uh, give us your response. Yeah, I, I like th- there is legal aspect to this where um, I think it can be challenged. Um, so I think, uh, you know, we're going to work on finding a way to challenge this in a, in a legal way. Sarah, uh, Melissa, thank you for your time. Thanks, Jess.